your eyes to the skies. It's time for Spaced Out on 95 PFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium. Josh, are you there? Kia I am here. All the way from the Stardome. Kia How's the Stardome doing these days? Yeah, yeah, good. She's, um, she's pretty busy with uh, Matsureki at the moment, but yeah, we're always good. Mm-hmm. Do you find that it's, um, is there kind of like a cleaning schedule for the Stardome, like cleaning the roof and, or whatever, like, you know, the gazing parts? Cleaning the roof. We do often have to periodically get someone to collect rockets. They often fall on our roofs when we launch them. Fuck so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Now, the Chinese have built themselves a little space station of yeah. sorts and they've shot some astronauts up to live up there for a few months. Tell us a bit about this. Really. Yeah, it's been this extremely rapid development. Um, so yeah, they, I, mean, I know we talked about this um, just a couple of months ago. They launched that uh, the first module of the space station and then mm. just a couple of weeks ago they sent up a cargo mission, so that's with you know, supplies for the astronauts, and then just late last week, um, already sending people, so yeah, they had a three-manned mission um, send people up. So yeah, they're they're currently up in space, and there are now two operational space stations in orbit, which is really impressive to um yeah be doing it kind of that quickly, you know. How is the worldwide media covering this? Because I know there's always just like a low-key little oh, China, they're doing mm. this thing, and it's risky and bad, and it's like, well, they're actually just doing exactly what you do, America. So yeah, and it, it's kind of ironic though, because I mean, China's you know they're, they're banned from the space station. They've, Why? They've been um, what? Political turmoil between America and China, basically. Um, it's actually written into American policy of they're basically not allowed to visit. Um, what? So, yeah, I mean, it's Ray. kind of a testament to be like, well, screw you, you know, mm, if we're not yeah. going to go to your space station, we might just build our own. So. Okay, I was going to ask why there were two space stations. Yeah, it's um, it, there's a lot of um, politics, I think, behind it, because obviously mm. there's you know, political tensions between the two countries. Um, but, okay. yeah, I think it, it says a lot for China to be able to, you know, develop and build these things, you know, so rapidly and mm. already have people living on a station which they just launched, you know, just over a month ago. Um, you know, whereas the space station, the international one, has been up there for, you know, 20-ish plus years. Um, mm, probably all rank and, like, smells like space, kind of, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, it's definitely showing its age. And you look at photos of the new Chinese one, and it's, it's very modern. It's very kind of clean-looking and just looks a bit more, you know, viable for today, you know. Just okay. to give people an idea of how big it is, it's around 50 feet long? Yeah, I always kind of compare it to, like, I think, like, a bus. Like, you think, like, a big-ish... Right double-decker bus would maybe roughly give you like a... A decent tiny house. Yeah, like a decent tiny house. I mean, they're, they're not massive, but um, they, they kind of construct them like giant Lego. So they send them up in pieces and then they build them in orbit because, you know, you couldn't send the whole thing at once. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, China's, they're already, you know, planning to launch more missions, make it bigger. So okay. yeah, I have no doubt it will be a lot bigger soon. It's exciting stuff, uh, especially for people who want to see actual Star Wars as well, knowing <laughs> that they have real solid beef with America, even in space. Yeah. How yeah. pathetic <laughs> is that, eh? Like, Come on, man. Like, leave your beef on the actual ground. <laughs> yeah, leave your beef on us. Have the Chinese... <laughs> That's have, so good. Have the Chinese uh, been sort of clear about what they intend to study with their space station? Yeah, I mean, it, it's really similar to, I guess, the early kind of Soviet and American programs where it's really just to develop their entire space program. And, 
um, you know, they've, they've had mission or ambitions to go to the moon, so they want to build a moon base with Russia, they've announced. Um, and they also have long-term goals to send people to Mars. So right. it's really just that whole sustainability of, you know, having people live in space, learning, and, um, yeah, cooperating probably likely with Russia in the future because, I mean, Russia's kind of threatened to um, pull out of the International Space Station recently. So, yeah, there's a lot going on up there at the moment. I watched a recent documentary about, um, you know, space... Well, people, people's plans to kind of like put a, a base on the moon mm. um, is that kicking off is anyone actually like getting into that or yeah I mean there's there's a lot of um, like concepts and you know mm. pre- preliminary studies as to you know how we're going to do that but you know I think we're, we're many probably likely decades off from a, a permanent base on the moon but maybe a, a la- like an orbiting laboratory sure right because um, they the p- problem it seems that what they run into is the 14 days of night and the 14 days of light yeah how to, how to it's yeah. pretty harsh on the moon cause you, you get really hot temperatures in the day which is two weeks and then you know sub-zero freezing temperatures mm. at night so it's yeah you got to deal with kind of two extremes for pretty long periods mm. but it is the first step if we were intending to go to mars we'd probably set up on the moon first wouldn't we yeah One it's, small it's step, definitely so. like the testing bed for mars because you know it's mm. it's going to teach us how to live in space for long term and sustainably and yeah, we'd, we'd rather make a mistake here, kind of on the moon close to Earth as opposed to Mars, because, mm. you know, if, if something goes wrong there, you're kind of on your own. It was super mm. rad. Uh, they were making, uh, they were making like bricks out of moon dust and then mm. polishing the bricks and kind of making mirrors out of the bricks and then using that to reflect light. Yeah, I saw that. That's um, fascinating. They use, yeah. like, I think it's lunar regolith, which it's is so like rad. the dust. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, what's up with the two spacewalks conducted dot, dot, dot? Yeah, kind of. I guess kind of connected to China's space station is the International Space Station. Um, yeah, they had to add a little, uh, like a new solar panel, um, just to boost the power on the station because um, the the solar panels on the you know the space station they've been there. They were launched in like the mid two thousands, so we're talking you know ten fifteen year old solar panels which mm. have just really degraded in performance. So is the yeah. ISS powered by solar or is there a nuclear? power source up there no it's all solar so it's this big massive kind of it's what gives it most of its size it's kind of like a uh roughly like a rugby field ish i know rugby okay. yeah <laughs> yeah playing rugby there too um <laughs> roughly the size of a rugby field i always say but yeah they're, they're quite large solar panels and that's just to power the whole station they were quite grunty spacewalks they were outside for about seven hours at a time weren't they oh yeah it's it's pretty hard i mean I, they actually had some issues on the first one and they couldn't actually um finish the spacewalks yeah they had to go out another, a couple of days later um and finish it but yeah it would be pretty grueling doing a spacewalk it's pretty difficult being one of those suits but they're actually working on new suits as well and the same thing that i was watching they're working on like skin suits they mm. have like three layers yeah with and like way more mobility and stuff. Yeah, yeah and if they actually tear you can kind of just chuck a little bit of tape on there <laughs> yeah duct tape nasa's nasa's ultimate fix <laughs> Actually, wasn't that was that invented by NASA or was that that's WD forty? Eh, probably did. Hey, well, I feel like it was, but yeah. couldn't confirm. Hey. Hubble Space Telescope has shut down due to computer error. Yes, I'm. Um, we're still kind of not exactly sure what's going on, um, but from what NASA said um, last week, it one of the it was like a payload computer, so it it doesn't actually have anything to do with. Um, the scientific instruments per se. It's more the computer that controls them. It's no um, ransomware or anything like that on the... Somebody computer. opened an email and the... Home. <laughs> yeah, oh, got yeah, one of those, $100 voucher from Woolworths. So I better check that out. <laughs> yeah, win a free telescope there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, probably, um, <laughs> it's probably how it fucking happened, eh? Something like that. Yeah, no, but um, it's... 
again, it's kind of just showing, um, like the station, it's kind of just showing the age of the Hubble, because um, the, the computer that you know, they're having problems with was built in the 80s, and uh, you know you can imagine the power of computing from a computer in that time so yeah it's it's just really beginning to show its age and it's you know far outlived its life epically old man anything mm. computer from the 80s nobody's cruising computers from the 80s down here on earth oh yeah and, and you know it was launched in 1990 so it's you know over 30 years old and it was not designed to live that long but um right. i guess you know we're kind of lucky in the sense that we're pretty much almost ready to launch the james webb which is the kind of the successor of hubble mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean if anything does if it gets worse and if they can't fix it um end of an era but yeah hopefully we've got our new one going up soon it is a it's legendary i mean that, that mm. it's been in the human vernacular for a long time the word hubble oh i mean i've, I've got it tattooed on my arm it is a fucking icon how many space tattoos do you have heaps uh, really i think i have 16 maybe 15 oh you're running out of space i am yeah literally pun intended john's laughing he can't hear him but <laughs> hey uh, we've actually got a couple of moon questions here we yeah. might as well first of all how about this could you ask sky dude dot 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 are you, would you call yourself Sky Dude? Okay. Oh, Sky Dude. Space Guy? <laughs> Space Guy's better. Yeah. How much would Earth's tides, etc., be affected if we had two moons? Two moons. I guess mm. you just double that. Or would they be on the other side? We, we really need to know where these moons are. Like the same size as our current one? I'm yeah, assuming. just s- say we had two moons the same size cruising around looking cool. What? Um, Why do they look cool? <laughs> oh, you mean from a distance, like, yo, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess it depends. Um, not to be like overly technical uh depends how far away the moon is because i mean you couldn't have two moons of our size moon orbiting in the same orbit unless they were kind of balanced on opposite ends right um in that case you would get kind of similar tides on the opposite ends of yeah. each side of the earth but probably more i guess l- uh, less high and less low so a bit more evened out oh that's a bummer because i think it's a surfer just wanting more oh, surf. Yeah. yeah no you don't want two moons then that probably Another one about moons. How many moon bases until the mass of them alters the moon's gravity? What what will that affect Earth? Would adding matter to the moon not increase its mass? Question mark. Um, I think you're talking about a massive scale here. Yeah, so. I mean, mass would affect you know gravity, for example. But um, the things we put on the moon would be minuscule and wouldn't change the moon's gravity at all, unless you were adding you know twice the literal volume of the Earth. At, oh, sorry, the moon. Yeah, it, it wouldn't have any effects. Um, Okay. Yeah. So nobody freak out is what you're saying, Josh? No, nobody freak out yet. No. Okay, cool. Yet? Oh, I like that. Like he left the door open there. Yeah. <laughs> now what's happening at the Stardome? Uh, so we're just about to kick off Matariki. We've got our first show, yes. which is starting this week. Um, they're, they're, I think they're already selling up for this week. So, yeah, we're kind of just really um, excited to kind of gear up and get into Matariki season. Matt? Cool. Yeah. Point out all the things that people need to be looking at and whatnot. Yeah, it's um, it's a it's a really cool show. There's you know, it's not just Matariki. It kind of touches on um, you know, the the Pudako, the kind of stories within Te Māori. So you know, like the stories of that like, and Papa, the creation of the world, mm. and uh, story of the moon. Um, so yeah, it's it's a really cool um kind of a theme, I guess. You know, you learn about the stories and then the science and then all the names and it's yeah, it's a, there's a lot of stuff to learn. Awesome, awesome. Oh, it sounds like a lot of fun as per at the Stardome. Uh, go ahead and check out the uh, your website. I'm just trying to find the here. Stardome.org.nz. That's the one. Donkey. And look for Josh with his 16 space tattoos on his arm. <laughs> Don't call him Sky Guy or whatever. What is his business? Sky Dude. I mean, Batman? it's not bad. Sky Guy, I actually like it a little bit better. Sky Guy. Right. Sky Brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks so much, Josh. All right, no problem. Kakite. All right, kakite. Control, we are docked. That was spaced out on 95 BFM, thanks to the Stardome Observatory and Planetarium.